Meatballs, meatballs. Good cappuccino. Meatballs, meatballs. Podcast 28, Dreams of India. Hi, this is Meatball Fulton. Now that's actually the logo from the Taj Express, a series of Indian short stories. I recorded that shout in the Taj Mahal, and when you're in there, you feel the echo never ends. It just goes on and on and out into the universe, and it's still traveling. Well, Dreams of India has some really nice sounds, and I've been to India a couple of times. The second time, I traveled about with a recorder, gathering sounds in the foothills of the Himalayas, then in Old and New Delhi, then south to Bombay, Bangalore, Mysore, Madras, and down to the tip. And at the time, and hopefully it's still true, they liked Americans. And since the English occupied their country for a couple hundred years, wherever I went, if I met someone with some education, they spoke English. English English-sounding English. Sort of like, I I say, old boy. Well, actually more like, I say, old man. I've lost it. I used to be able to do chief wampum. I also stayed in the Taj Mahal Hotel in Bombay, or what's now Mumbai. Beautiful old hotel and I got sick there. Actually, I was out the day before recording in a village outside of Delhi, and it was very dry, dirt streets, lots of dust in the air, and I breathed in some microbes my immune system didn't know what to do with. And when I arrived in Bombay, I was barely able to drag myself into into the Taj Hotel and collapse. And the next morning, I woke up even sicker, but I heard some crows and nice sounds as the city was waking up. So I staggered across the room, hung a couple of microphones out of the windows, and then dragged myself back to bed again. But I got some great sounds. Here's the scene I want to play for you. Jack is in the Taj Hotel. You can hear the sounds I recorded that morning. And what I especially like about this, as Jack and Kamala are having breakfast in the hotel, you'll start to hear other sounds outside. Voices, then a train coupling, the conductor shouting, the train starting up, and finally moving along as they're still eating and still talking. That transition from the hotel to the train is really smooth. Of course, I recorded the sounds of the Delhi train station and then the train. It was a steam train, by the way. It's actually called the Taj Express. This country certainly has a lot of crows. Morning, crows. Good morning. Uh, Namaste. Set the bird's wings with gold, and it will never soar in the sky. Who is this? Jack, it's Kamla. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Is that the uh, Tagore of the day? (laughs) So will you meet me for breakfast? Uh, Down in the dining room? No. 
It's too early in the day to face all those tourists stuffing food in their faces. You're not hungry, Jack? No, I'm starved. But I'll tell you what, Miss Kamala. We'll have breakfast in my suite, okay? Hello? Oh, Miss Kamala. Mr. Flanders, it wouldn't be proper. Look, I'll wear a white suit a and an ascot. I have a wonderful view of the street. We can throw croissants down to the crows. Hello? White suit and ascot, you say? Yeah. If you're not properly attired... Look, I'll be properly attired. In a white suit and ascot. Oh, if, no. I, no, then I'm going downstairs to the dining No, wait, 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 wait. I will be properly attired. White suit and ascot? Yes. All right. Half an hour. Fine. Oh, I, I have another to go for you. Uh, okay, shoot. I have lost my dewdrop, cries the flower to the morning sky that's lost all its stars. Run that by me again. I have lost my dewdrop, cries the flower, to the morning sky that's lost all its stars. It's very nice. How the heck do you tie an ask up? No, that's not right. Uh-oh. I'm trying it. Coming. I'm coming. Good morning. <laughs> well, it's a nice try, you must admit. Mm, you smell like roses. Mm, I see breakfast has arrived. Yes, we have a window seat. We have the call of the crows, the scent of the sea. Croissant? Please. So, this morning, on to Bangalore and then... And then a long, dusty drive to Mysore. Does it ever rain in this country? My God, you should be here during the monsoons. Then it rains all the time. Well, when are the monsoons? During the winter months, they travel around the country. Ugh, it's going to be just terrible. Hmm. Well, how's the food in the South? Well, the food is really quite different. They like to use lots of chili. The food is very, very hot there. Oh, I like hot food. You better watch yourself or your tongue will catch on fire. <laughs> Should I bring a fire extinguisher? No, no, that's not necessary. There's always the yogurt. What? If your tongue catches on fire, you can always dip your tongue into a bowl of yogurt. Oh, I'll remember that. A coffee? No, no. Tea, please. All right, of course. Kamala, tell me about your aunt. I I'd like to make sure I'm ready for her. Why? You don't appear to be easily dominated by strong women. Oh, not dominated, but intimidated. Mm, my aunt is very good at intimidation. <sighs> Look, who or, or what is the it you spoke about last night? Her visitor? Well, it... Yes? It, I think it's best if she tell you. Come on. I don't really know the details. Please. Well, all I can tell you is this. When she was young, she she was desperate to escape the confines of her arranged marriage, to escape India, to escape and see the world. So she made a pact with... with, with it. Jack, I honestly don't know who it is. It may just be her imagination. But you don't believe it is her imagination, do you? No, I don't. Hmm. You'll like the South. The pace is much slower than in Delhi or Bombay. It's very, uh, how would you say, laid back. Mm. It's a beautiful country. It's 
So your aunt lives in Mysore? No, no, actually father's still in a small village. I see. She has a villa on a hill outside the village. It's very nice. The actress playing Kamala is as beautiful as she sounds. You might even say gorgeous. Well, all right, I'll say it, she's gorgeous. Some of these Indian women are, you watch movies, so you know. Her name is Sakina Jaffrey. She's the daughter of Mother Jaffrey, who's a famous Indian movie actress and has written several excellent cookbooks on Indian cuisine. Well, in this scene, Mother Jaffrey plays Kamala's aunt, Mrs. Chatterjee, and she's really lively, as you'll hear. Ramchandar, where is my mother? Excuse me, what are you talking about? My, my aunt is in the garden in the back. Follow me. Oh. What is that up there on the hill? Is that a temple? No, it, it was the summer home for the Maharaja's son. Does anyone live there now? No, no, it's falling apart. Oh, there she is. Auntie? I have brought Jack Lander. Jack, my aunt, Lalita Chatterjee. I'm very glad to meet you. What? Jack has come all the way from New York. Auntie, what? He, he's been good enough to drop all prior commitments to come and see you. Jack? Yes. You Jack Auntie, please talk to him. Uh, I'll leave the two of you alone. Kamala? Mr. Jack Flanders. Jack Flanders. Jack Flanders. Jack Flanders. You are an imposter. I am. I'm not amused. I can see that. Don't mumble. Speak up, imposter. My name is Jack Flanders. English, English, come on. His address, his apartment number, his phone, everything on the card is exactly right. This is Jack Flanders. Which reminds me, where did you get that card? The card was given to me by Mr. Flanders. My aunt is saying he was a much older man. I can speak for myself. Look, I was just wondering, how did you get that? Is this that? your card, your business card, or not? Like Kamala said, it's my apartment, my, my phone, my name, even the quote on the card. What appears to be coming at you is coming from you? Yes. Do you understand what that means, Mr... Flanders. Auntie. Do you understand? In a sense, yes. In what sense? I Look, look here. Here's my driver's license, my credit card, my passport. How can anyone know anything in a sense, Mr... Mr. Flanders. Hmm. It means we put the blame outside ourselves. It, it means we create the things that happen to us. It this is not your business card? No. Ah, 
The card is yellow. Look at it. It's faded. It, it must have been printed decades ago. That's true, Auntie. Just look at it. Now, how old was this guy? This this other Flanders? Oh, perhaps uh, 50 or 60. Well, did he look anything like me? I don't know. What? He had white hair. He had impeccable manners. Uh, I guess it wasn't me, then. You may find this amusing, Mr... Yes? Flanders. Yes. But I find it very tiring. I do not enjoy pranks. Auntie Jack did not come I, here. I understand. My apologies, Mr. Flanders. I was hoping... Yes? I'm very tired. I feel so weak, so... Here. Here, take my arm. Please. I'm... I'm so terribly disappointed. Kamla, please call Ramchandar. Ramchandar, jaldi karo. Aunty ko tumhari madad chahiye. He had his joke, didn't he? The man who gave you the card. So stupid of me. I trusted him. Who was he? It is not your concern. Look, maybe there's a reason my card, or that card, was given to you. Of course there's a reason. Look, I may be able to help. What appears to be coming at you is coming from you may be the key. Mem Saab? Ramchandar, mera haat pakarlo. Jiha, Mem Saab. Thank you, Mr. Flanders. I need to rest. Ramchandar, mujhe kamre mein jana hai. Jiha, Mem Saab. Now, here's a scene that takes place in an abandoned palace. It was based on the summer palace of Maharaji of Mysore, a place that I just thought was beautiful. It had all these little flowers painted all over the walls and the pillars and the ceilings. I'll let Jack describe it. <sighs> Shall I go for a stroll in the village? No. I think I'll check out the old summer palace up there. Hmm. It's not built out of stone. It's made out of wood. Some fancy curlicues on top. Pillars in front. But I'll be darned. It's painted with flowers. It's faded, but the entire building is painted with little flowers. Is, is painted with miniature flowers and birds and plants. I know what this reminds me of. Those hand-painted papier-mâché jewelry boxes from, from Kashmir. This is beautiful. What a shame to let this place go to ruin like this. Cost a fortune to fix it up, though. It's too bad. I wonder how many rooms there are. Every room is painted with such detail. 
So much love and, and attention must have gone into every tiny flower, each leaf, every little feather on the birds. Now this is odd. This is the only room that's not empty. Silk drapes, sofas, cushions, Persian carpets. I almost expect to see men with turbans lounging about and, and harem girls dancing. Oh, oh. things are a, a bit dusty though. Ah. Wait a minute. This room has its own peculiar feeling. It's like, it's like I'm being watched. So, do you think it's haunted? No, it's not that. It's something else. I don't know, but... Kamala? Yes? You're looking at me so strangely. I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking about what you were saying. Well, what do you think? Now, you've been up there. You know my aunt has forbidden me to go. You mean you've never been inside? Once. Well, did you see the room that's furnished? Yes. Well, did it feel strange to you? Mm, I was very young. Something happened, didn't it? I don't know. When, when they found me, I was unconscious. Really? That's when my aunt made me promise never to enter the palace again, or she would have it burnt to the ground. I see. But I don't think she could do that. Somehow the palace is connected to what happened to her. Well, what has happened to her? Uh, uh, Jack, I hope she'll tell you. Uh, yeah. Jack, all I know is what I told you. When she was young, she made a pact in order to escape and see the world. And now it's come to collect. The Indian bamboo flute, by the way, played by John Birdie, with additional musical touches by Tim Clark. I'll tell you a funny story. The day before I arrived in New Delhi, the Indian embassy in Pakistan had been attacked and burnt. And all over Delhi, there were Indian soldiers guarding American companies like IBM, you know, that sort of thing. And I know that's not funny, but stay with it. I was in the suburbs of New Delhi, tree-lined streets, lovely houses, quite an elegant area. I was recording a flock of little parrots that were flying from tree to tree. There must have been 30 or 50, I don't know how many. And it was getting toward evening, and the birds get kind of active, deciding where to settle down for the night. And I had shotgun mics. They were a couple of feet long, very slender, shiny, metal. They looked like rifle barrels. You can really zero in on the sound. Anyway, as I walked around a corner, following those little birdies up in the trees, I found myself pointing my shotguns at two soldiers standing in front of a house. Nice house. You know, there was a fancy wrought iron fence and so on. And their, their weapons were leaning against the gate. When they saw me, they almost hopped in the air. It's like I'd caught them with their pants down. And they grabbed up their rifles, pointed them at me, and I started shouting something and I stopped. And that wasn't the first time I've been recording in a foreign country and had a gun pointed at me. I mean, it happened in 
Morocco, it happened in Brazil, it happened in Greece. And what you do is instantly freeze. Do not move. The only thing to move is your tongue. Start yelling, tourist, tourist. <laughs> they motioned for me to approach, still keeping their gun barrels pointed at my chest. And when I got near, I carefully revealed the tape machine, opened it up, showed them the reel of tape. Yes, we used tape back then. And pointed to the mic cables at the ends of the shotgun mics. And they looked at each other, started jabbering in Hindi, and then looked at me and started to laugh. And I swear they were just short of falling all over each other laughing. And I figured what they were jabbering in Hindi was something like, can you imagine, we almost shot that idiot. They thought it was hilarious. I guess I made their day. This is Meatball Fulton, zbs.org.